Friday night Betfair Edge. Play your way on the Australian Open by setting your own odds at Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Hello and welcome to the Friday night Betfair Edge. All thanks to Betfair, of course, you can play your way on the Australian Open by setting your own odds at Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Miles Fitzner with you. Uh, live from the Adelaide studio, but I'm joined by the superstar from Bedfair. He's been up there swanning around Magic Millions. He's tanned already. He's been up there that long. His name is Tom Haylock. Hello, Tommy. Hello, mates. Yes, what a week. What a week. It's Friday, Magic Millions Day tomorrow, <laughs> and I've been up here a week already. So, um, yeah, you're lucky you've got me alive and well. Do you know you always start the show like that? It's like a wicket. You're like, hello, mate. Yes, he's got him. He's gone. Got him. <laughs> been up here a week. And good to see you. It's like <laughs> Sam Fantasia reading the news. Yeah, it is. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> he <SCN> news. <laughs> he just liked that whack early too. <laughs> how uh, how is it? I'm hearing that Magic's is the crowds as big as ever. The functions are bigger than ever. The pubs are more packed than ever. It's the biggest one yet. Oh, I've got a few things to the lay in, but oh. Um, oh. Oh. straight up go. early. Don't worry about that. Um, a few putting Gold Coast in the lab in a couple of times, but uh, it is it is huge. It is a great week. It's schoolies for the racing industry, and not just that. Like just the network, you meet some great people. We've had a lot on with Betfair last night. We had our Betfair cocktail party, and a lot of industry participants and clients, and um, really good to network and and learn from other people. And um, it's always a big night. Yeah, uh, you would never have guessed who was best on ground either. Uh, have a guess. Shane Coolio. Yeah, I reckon he was. I reckon he would have been. Got him. Got him. Got him in one. Yeah, well, he, he, he looked like on some of their footage that he was going to maybe have a bit of a crack. So oh, we're all about it. We're all about doing it responsibly, of course, but um, a bit, nothing wrong with a bit of fun. It's what it's about. Um, have a bit of fun. Enjoy yourself up here and communicate and network and communicate. Yes, communicate. Um, should we put? Should where we are put, you, Miles? Hang on. Should we put Tommy on a network? Should we Where's... put him on a network counter, Sammy? I think we should. For every time Where's... you say network in the next special two-hour edition of the Friday Night Betfair Edge, <laughs> I'm chalking it up. You're up to two for the networking so far um, on the network counter. Where Where are you, by the way? You're not up here. No, I'm not. I don't think. Well, I look. I might have gone a bit hard last year. Um, <laughs> He's I, still I, recovering. I've got something from. I've got something for the lay bin. I mean, that would be one of them. Um, You're not being up here. Well, look. You would have thought after probably spending some time working there and probably understanding it a little bit more than a few others that you'd probably be one of the ones that'd be considered to go, considering you spent ten years of your life there. You look like you've done your best work down in Tassie, so right, yeah, don't look, worry about that. I, I'm, well, I've you got, made up for it. I've got something for the backboard uh, shortly about Tasmania, mate. Don't worry about that at all. God's country down there. The, unbelievable it was. Yeah. Um, Good. Do you want to well, we'll run through the show? It's a special, special two-hour edition. We've got Bjorn Baker's going to join us in a bit. We always like chatting to him. Steve Quick from Ace Previews for the Oz Open. We've got a couple of card of the weeks. We're going to do a quick flash look at Flemington. Uh, a deeper look at Sydney, a deeper again look at the Gold Coast. We've got all the normal segments, the lay bin, the backboard, Friday forecast, best bets, you name it, laser of the day. Uh, but we go for two hours today in a special Magic Millions edition of the Friday Night Bet Fair Edge, of course. Are we, we're getting a trainer on board? Yeah, we're Bjorn, Bjorn, Bjorn Baker off the Good. top. Bjorn, beautiful. Haven't um, caught up with him and had a chat? 
Yeah. I haven't seen him. Oh, I've seen him do some stuff, but I haven't actually seen him around. So, so have you got around and spoken to a few people? Like, would some call it networking, maybe? No, not, none of that. Um, not as well as you did last year with Darren <laughs> Flindell, first night. Um, <laughs> yeah, I might have. Yeah, I think that's that's where I first got to know Gareth properly, when he, yes. he came and tapped me on the shoulder I, and said... Spent a bit of time with Gareth last night. He was he was flying. So I'll tell you what, the um, the barrier draw on Tuesday morning down here was a scene as well. And obviously we saw the horses get loose. Thankfully they're safe and well. But uh, I've never seen so many more so many people down at the barrier draw. There were people everywhere. And obviously SEN had a presence there. And great morning down at the surfers that morning. But since Tuesday, it's been held a skelter. There's been everything going on up here, mate. Bought a horse yet? It's not, it's the one thing about Magic Millions is that you always um, you can't buy a horse because it's too expensive. Is it, well, no, is that, that everyone offers you a? Oh, I've got this. Look, just come in with us. We'd love to have you in. I'd love to have you on board. You, all the syndicators, all the bloodstock teams, some of the trainers. I reckon you get offered a horse a day, nearly. They must know my salary because I don't get offered oh. much. Okay, well, that's unfortunate for you. Uh, <laughs> been, a bit, been at the sales um, a couple of times. Getting up at 5.30 in the morning as well at the moment, up here. and um, getting, getting, home, walks. getting home. No, no. I caught up with uh, Matt Welsh from uh, Race Victoria this morning. Went for a nice walk down the beach with him. That was nice. Went at the sales yesterday um, and the day before. The sales are great. Really good. Really good to pop in and, and see everyone. So... Huge week. We miss you here. You should be up here, mate. Yeah, look, I should, but I'm always. <laughs> we'll get to that in a second. I should. Um, I'm on a weekend, though, too. I've got trackside. I'm doing trackside tomorrow and trackside Sunday for the listeners out there. So, Tags and I, all weekend. Saturday, Sunday special. Tags Day. How is Tags Day? Mate, he's on fire. Christmas, did he? No one's tipping better than him in the country at the moment. Oh, fantastic. Well done. He's Happy on... New Year, by the way. Have I spoken to you this year? Uh, I think we have. Once. Have we? Do we have we done I a show? Know. Not sure we have. No, you called in sick on Sunday. Yeah, no, I've been too busy networking. I think. Ding, <laughs> um, oh, there it is. Right now, let's no, I didn't go. Say it. Oh, no, let's go straight to. Let's go straight to this because I've got a few in the. We might even have to run this over two segments. Just, now we've got two hours. Two hours. Yeah, two hours. Segment. Plenty on. Uh, it's time for this. Time for the lay-bin and the backboard, but the lay-bin, it takes precedence. Right <laughs> Especially off four or five hours sleep. Yeah. <clears throat> right, what have you got for us? We'll just we'll start rolling through a few. Well, I've actually put a poll on Twitter. You might have seen this poll on Twitter. It's obvious one, and it was at 600 votes on my poll on Twitter, I think, and it was oh. 90%. 600 votes on my poll. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Oh, big boy. Ninety percent in the lay category here. <clears throat> Excuse me for David Warner, man of the series. Oh, get in the bin. Get in the bin. What's going on there? That that is it. Just you know what it's done now. It's taken every man of the series, and you go well. It, I didn't realise how big a joke it was. Now it's just a, it's laughable. What do they do? I'm really intrigued by the voting system here. Do Did, they vote per match or per? They must vote per match at like 10 votes per, and, yeah. and he got 10 per, for second test. Baby. Per match know. on a 3-2-1 basis. And the worst part again. As in he got three in the he, second test? He must test? have all got, so he's been given threes by, and I'm not sure whether it's three or four um, of these journos. 
because um, it's mainly people in the media or commentary positions, which is this yes. is even more to your point. That the the they've done it on the three two one, and he's come out on top now. For journos, can I ask? Can I ask a question? Yeah. Do they do? If there's four journos, they all do three, two, one, and it's votes at the end. So as in, they all accumulate. Yes. So if oh, you do, oh, that's how if I four understand people it. vote three, you get twelve votes for that test. Yeah. So that's the only way he could have won. If he, if they got four threes and the other two tests, Travis Head might have got a one from someone, a two from someone, and and not actually got more than twelve total. It's he It's bizarre. The media wanted his head, but I think there's also this element of this narrative here that that they it's about the story. It's now it, it it's pretty much tainted every man of the series award. It means nothing now. <laughs> it's bizarre. How did he get it? Well, well, head he sco- made 13 runs in half in the other tests, other innings, and no no wickets. Yeah, no, like didn't. I, I, Alex um, Carey kept well, made a hundred. Travis, Travis Head, Steve Smith, runs did he make most for the runs. Series? I mean, fair dinkum. No, well, Travis Head made the same, average the same, made the same exactly. As Warner. Yep. Yeah, but he was more consistent throughout the tests well, and took yeah. the game forward. And I would have thought he would have been more deserving for consistency rather than just one innings. Yeah, I couldn't. Yeah, it's staggering. Staggering. And he actually. Um, didn't value his wicket highly in some of those innings because he was trying to move the game forward. Yeah. He was trying to score runs quickly. So he could have batted for longer and made more runs. Um, easy. One of the biggest lay-bins of the year. We, if we had a top 10 lay-bin of the year, that would be right we up should, there. We should do that. We'll be around this time next year. Maybe a 2023 top 10 lay-bins. Yep. Get Sammy onto that. What else have you got for us? <clears> Since <throat> we're going to keep the game moving forward. We've got to keep the game moving forward. Now, Gold Coast, Magic Millions Week, right? Righto. Everyone in Australia up here. There's people everywhere. Except for me. Yeah. <laughs> You're the only one not here. Now, Monday nights, right? Monday night before Magic Millions Week, you've had the Wave Race Day, which is a backboard, brilliant race day. You'd think a few restaurants on the Gold Coast would stay open on a Monday night, wouldn't you, Fitzy? Mm-hmm. You'd think maybe more than 20% of restaurants would be open on a Monday night on the Gold Coast Magic Millions Week. But no, they've all just shut. Rickshaws, shut. Burley, Burley Pavilion, shut. Absolutely ridiculous. Monday night. I, could, I, I had to eat at 9.30. Why? Because they just close on Monday nights. That's what they do Ugh. up here. So most restaurants shut on Monday nights up on the Gold Coast. Open up on Magic Millions Week because there are 50,000 tourists here. You just open. You've, People um, don't like money. You've lost touch with the common man nearly a little bit. Maybe just that's a real first world problem lab in that. Uh, coming from you. Couldn't get to a restaurant. Oh, my goodness. How dare they not open for us? Do you expect me to cook dinner myself? (laughs) (laughs) No, people don't like money. So I spoke to them at uh, at a a restaurant at Star. There's two restaurants at Star open. One's the most expensive restaurant in um, the Gold Coast, and it was packed. Couldn't get a seat. The other one, the woman was complaining about how busy they were because nowhere else is open. She's like, it's always this, this way on a Monday night because nothing else is open. But it's Magic Millions Week. Make some money, people. If you're an owner, just open up one night. Come on. Right. 
Is it restaurants? Not happy, what not else? with that lay bin. What else do you want? What else do you want to whack in the lay bin? Uh, the Uber chopper not working up there for you <laughs> on the Magic Millions, or um, what? The limo service for Magic's not picking you up on time. Uber's uh, here. Uber's here are no good. <laughs> yeah, Uber blacks, mate. Uh, Uber's here are no good. You've they lost take... touch with the common man. None of this like two or three minute waits up here. You're getting 10, 15 minute waits for an Uber up here. Could I put the sun in the lay bin? The Daylight time. savings. What's oh, it? The sun's get, sun's rising at four thirty up here on the Gold Coast. You and setting like, at six. You sound like me. The amount of lay bins you have. I've, I've, <laughs> I've had four or five hours sleep this week. Um, covered in hot. <laughs> um, um, <laughs> what else have you got from us up there? I, I'm, you, I'll whack you one need in. A, you I'm, need to help out, mate. I'm, I'm absolutely sick to death of people. Stop sending me texts going. Are you coming? Are you, are you here? <laughs> I'm clearly not there. <laughs> You, oh. all the other SEN people, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I said to Curlio, I said, the big fish, they get the big ponds, mate. If someone's got to go and do the work. More than happy to. Happy not to be there. Don't have it in me at the moment. More than happy to. I know I joke about it, but. You're not happy totally you got to fine. be here. You are mate, filthy. You're hot. filthy right up that you're not here. When do you get here? Surely it's a joke. No, nah, Surely I'm, I'm up, here, up I'm a here weekend, so. mate. The other big boys, they just pick and cherry pick their programs, and I just do as I'm told, oh. week in, week out, brother. Poor boss. They cherry. I'm not. It's not poor me. I'm here to work. It's my job. <laughs> yeah, you're a good man. Um, uh, one other one I want to mention is people texting. I had some mates go to a, a country race meet of Coonawarra Vineyards at Panola. They right. send me a text. They say need tips. Now didn't have a phone number in the phone. I said sorry. Who's this? I said. They said, oh, don't you have our number? I said, no. I, I, who is it? So-and-so, so-and-so, we want tips. It was like, well, you could actually say, like, Oi, Miles, can you please send a set? I said, look, I haven't done the form there. One of my friends has. You can follow these. But I'm not – I'm flying back from Tasmania. I haven't done the form. We think this in the cup. I'm like, great. <laughs> so then sure, was it? sure enough, sure enough, uh, I sent through a set for them, which weren't mine. Uh, I said, I haven't done the form. They tip the winner of the cup and then proceed to text me a few times – Oh, we look how smart we are. You don't know. Rah, rah, rah. I'm like, well, hang on a minute. I haven't done the form. I haven't given you a tip. It had nothing to do with me. So just messaging out of the blue and thinking you get a, a silver service, uh, that can get in the bin as far as I'm concerned. Do you know who it was yet? Yeah, I know who it was. One thing I want to talk about a little bit later because we've got to get to Chris Nelson on the other side of this. Um, I've got more things for the lady. Yeah, we're going to extend I've got, it. I've got more too, but Sammy pushing me for, for Chris O oh, to jump in. And I've got come a few, on, Sammy. I've got a few things for the backboard too because uh, I've just been to that trip to Tasmania. And if you haven't done it, um, you need to because it was nothing short of outstanding, uh, the Devonport Cup. We're going to jump to a break. This is a Friday night Betfair Edge. Play your way on the Queensland Summer Racing Carnival with back and lay bets at betfair.com.au. Gamble responsibly. Friday night Betfair Edge. Play your way on the Australian Open by setting your own odds at Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Well, welcome back to the Friday night Betfair Edge. Miles Fitzner, Tom Haylock with you, and you can play your way on the Australian Open by setting your own odds on Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Who better to join us uh, than the superstar up there in Queensland? He's one of the busiest men. He actually had to put us He put us on the side. He said, I'll get to you guys in a minute. Because he I, burnt I, us. He, he burnt us originally, and then he went, I actually, you know, I know where my bread's buttered with the good guys. Uh, I speak of Chris Nelson, and he joins us. Hello, Chris O. That's exactly right. That's exactly <laughs> I thought. I came to my senses and thought, geez, I better not do that to these guys. It's going to... 
going to not go on, sorry. Uh, who, who did you uh, drop instead of us? No one. I just made, uh, I just worked twice as fast as I needed to to get to you. <laughs> You're a good man. Uh, Chris, so we've got a, a little bit of time. We've got about 10 to 12 minutes to run through the Goldie. Um, mate, just quickly, though, off the top, you're enjoying the week. This is uh, This is Christmas for you. It is. It's always a great week. Uh, the barrier draw on Tuesday morning, uh, outstanding. I know I saw Tom at the barrier draw. It was uh, a great turnout. Lots of families and you know, just people from, from all walks of life. I mean, lots of holiday makers and people wandering around that probably just were walking down to the beach, didn't know what was going on. And they, they come across the barrier draw and thought, what, what's going on here? And they're probably uh, hooked for life now. It's such, it's such a well-promoted event. Uh, there's just so much going on all week. There's lunches, there's the sales, of course, the astronomical figures at the sales, absolutely unbelievable. And, uh, and we've got the big one, of course, tomorrow, which is going to cap everything off. And then tomorrow night, more and more sales. It's uh, what it was always a good session, Saturday night. Let's get straight into it, Chris. So when we do our card of the week, we play this. You got to know when the whole Hey, we might skip through a couple nice and quickly. Race one looks pretty tough here. Uh, Chris, wide open affair. Yeah, oh, look, I'm with number five, easy keel. You're right, though, it's a tough affair. Jamie Carr rides from a good gate. Uh, the form's pretty good. You look at the Armadale win last start, showed a bit of a turn of foot there, bolted in by uh, over five lengths. Stayed on well at Rose Hill to start before with 59 kilos. So on form, I think Easy Keel's the one to beat in the first race, but it's uh, one of the more tougher races on the day. Just a real quick question. Hodgson here for Adam Camden, trainer, stable going really well. Ben Mellum jumps on, trialled well before a, what might have been a bit of a barrier trial for this first up, Chris? Yeah, probably the case, uh, Tom. And, and look, does go forward. Now, we saw a lot of leaders win last week. Five of the nine uh, winners led. Uh, reading in the paper this morning, uh, Navesh has sort of said that he doesn't expect that'll be the case this time around. They will be able to make ground. If we had a shower tomorrow morning, that would be ideal, but uh, I'm not sure if that's going to come or not. But, yeah, hopefully that won't be the case tomorrow. Navesh says not, but Hodgson, the one you uh, speak of, Tom, yeah, was quite, uh, quite good at Warwick, as you say. Could have been a barrier trial there. Uh, and we'll go forward here in the stamp. The, the uh, Campton stable, they are really, really good stable. Uh, two, three, four, and five, I think, can all uh, feature there. We've got a race number two, nice and quick. 900 metre debutants. I'm staying right out, Chris. <laughs> I've never seen so many horses get ridden out to win trials. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen, well, and I've gone through every one of these. I'm, I'm always looking for one that's, uh, that's coasting to the line, to win in good time under little pressure, but I can't find one. I've come up with number 10 desperately. Desperately is Bjorn Baker and J-Mac, probably a good choice. I, I just thought out of the trials... The two trials that uh, that she's won, she's probably been less pressured. So from gate number one, you've got a lot on your side there with J-Mac and Bjorn Baker. So I'll go with desperately, but not a lot of confidence. I was pretty keen to be with Steel City if she got a run, but uh, missed the ballot there, the half-sister to September run. We moved to race three, the 2,200-metre race. Um, anything here looks a pretty average race. Skylab up in trip? Oh, yeah, well, Skylab... I think is the one on form, but has the wide gate and the big weight. But look, comes out of a group two and a group three, placed second in group three last time and, and didn't have the best of luck getting off the fence there. Does map well back. That's that's the query here. This is an absolute raffle. I've gone with Skylab, but uh, I think Parry Sound, who also comes out of that last start race in Sydney, can run well at big odds. So I'd throw Parry Sound in. Big boy Roy can improve here. J-Mac on board from the good gate. He'll go forward. 
And I thought the 10, too much caviar, might be the one that's uh, on the up. So 1, 5, 4 and 10 in a tough one. Yeah, 10 and 11, if it's going to be leaderish, aren't they going to be up the front and one to come from the back race number? Yeah, Tommy? Oh, I'm, I'm laying Skylab here. I just don't like him up in the yeah. trip. A query, big weight, wide barrier. I'm happy to be against him. Uh, we've got a race number four. It's a Magic Million Syndicate. Looks all about Scalapini here. I think one of the better ones. Have they decided, isn't this dual nominated? Yeah, running in this race, Miles, for sure. Yep. And looks the best bet of the day for yes. mine. Uh, trialed nicely. Trialed very, very softly. God, they were holding him back. He had a half Nelson uh, on oh. Scalapini that day. Yeah, not Is that a named after you? Like <laughs> You're the full uh, Nelson, I, are you? <laughs> no, I'm not really. You've seen me. I'm really a half Nelson. But um, <laughs> another story. Uh, Scalapini's jumped out on Tuesday and jumped out really well. He's a good, fresh horse. He races forward now, a lot more forward than he used to in his early days. So I can see him in the first maybe five here, and that's going to be a lovely spot for him. So I think it's his race. I think he's the, clearly the best of the day, Scalapini. Tommy, your thoughts there, agree? Yeah, I'll, I'll be having him on top for sure. Race five over the 1,300, the Tab Magic Millions. This is an interesting one. Um, the Diamonds are Chris Beegs. I've seen a fair bit of over here. It's not the worst. I've backed Jamea this day before. Um, I might just try and find something at double figures here. Um, yeah, well, Chris Oak. You've backed Jamea, it's have you? It's going to be about Kiku. Oh, shut up, Tom. <laughs> he backs Jamea every start, this man. Anyway. <laughs> uh, look, plenty uh, will will be um, liking Kiku here, and that's fair enough. But look, I'm going to stick with Mimi Lagarde. She's a favourite of mine, and, and she loves the Gold Coast. We saw her win two starts back here, and we saw her run that great race in the Guineas last year, running on from the back behind King of Sparta. Not a lot has gone right for her this, this year, and when she's had things her way, she's raced really well. Now, as long as she doesn't get too far back, she's drawn okay, I think she might be able to finish off hard. So I'm each way, number five, Mimi Lagarde. I might um, tell you a story. I know we haven't got long for Chris, but I might tell you a story about Brasikowski the other night. Um, had a chat with him about Brooksby, but I'm with uh, Tommy Tuplay here, Kiku and Brooksby here for me. Um, Jay McDonald on Brooksby, but I'll tell you the story in a minute. Uh, don't read too much into that, but it's an interesting booking, obviously. Oh, I love the trial to Brooksby first up. Had issues last campaign. Trolled superbly, and I just reckon it was an unsuitable race last start in Sydney, and they just targeted this race for her. So I think she looks the one Kiku as well. So Tommy Tuplay, I'm, I'm happy to be with Chris Wallace there. Kiku and at Brooks by Miles. Race six, uh, the Magic Million Sprint over the 1,200. King of Sparta hard in the market here. Look, I'm probably okay to forgive shooting for gold after the last one. They're going to be the two. I'll back one and save the other, I think, But and just let them go around, Chris O. Well, if they can run on from the back, guys, you really can't go past King of Sparta, and we'll know if they're making any ground by the time we get to race number six. He was dominant winning the Falvalon, showed that turn of foot there to win. Uh, he'll be short. He's got J-Mac on board. But I think, as I said, the only query is if they're able to make ground. And if they are, well, he'll be winning. Tommy, thoughts there? Uh, happy to let the one go. Um, back back, Chris in there. Now, half Nelson. Two-year-old Half Nelson. Two-year-old classic. <laughs> first leg of the quaddy uh, over the 1,200. Empire of Japan has got to be in your thoughts. Um, infatuation of Bjorn Bakers. We're going to chat to him very shortly. And Godfather of the Snowdens. They're going to be the three for me. Four eight and six. I'm probably going to back all of them since I'm getting sort of right close enough to five, 26s and 13s. Well, I went back to that race at Randwick uh, on Christmas Eve as my form reference here, of course, which was won by Fire Lane uh, with the Platinum Jubilee running second and Empire of Japan third. Now, they didn't go at any tempo in that race. Platinum Jubilee led and basically just bowled along in front. Empire of Japan was, was out the back half of the field 
Hook three wide into the straight. I thought he ran on really well. He just peaked a little bit late, and the other one there, Fire Lane, got off the fence after the soft run from behind the leader and was able to win. I think Empire of Japan is the way to go here. He's so good winning the Breeders. J-Mac sticks with him. You know how many horses J-Mac could have ridden in this race, and he's stuck with Empire of Japan. Got the right stable. Comes in a few after the uh, after the uh, barriers or scratchings, should I say. I think Empire of Japan is the way to go. I think Skirt the Law will run well. Perfect gate. We'll get to see how good she is. Uh, tens in the mixed platinum jubilee and sovereign fund. They keep backing it even off that wide gate. Um, Empire of Japan, $6 here looks a bet. Interesting discrepancy between Fire Lane, who's upwards of $25 on betfair.com.au and Empire of Japan. It looks a really good race. I've got Empire of Japan on top two. I can see Sovereign Fund rolling four for Jamie Carr, but um, I'm being hard to beat. But, yeah, I'm happy to stick with you, Chris. Yeah, wide open. Wide open, these two-year-old races. Uh, They're pretty difficult. Race number eight. uh, The the value in the race for me is Impressive Wonder. $14.50 on betfair.com.au. I'll I'll be having something on Impressive Wonder as well. Race number eight, which is a three-year-old guineas. I'm going double figures again. I'm going to stick with the the Ben and JD Hayes runner in Tijuana. Um, and they might just save on Yellow Brick. I think they're the two. Hell, I am is the other one at double figures, I think, I, can run a race here. Chriso or Tommy? Uh, Chriso's, Chriso's going the full Nelson here. I can tell you what he's tipping already, and that'll be number four, <laughs> Yellow Brick. Am I right? You are spot on as usual, Tommy. That's <laughs> spot on. He, he is a ripper, this guy. He's only lost once. He's got that ability to go forward, take up a position, absorb all the pressure, and then just find another gear when he's challenged in the straight. Yes, this is a tougher task, but he can only win these races, and he's been winning them. And they'll just, I don't think he'll lead here. I think he'll probably sit uh, maybe fourth in the run. But once he gets to the front, they'll have their work cut out uh, running past him. He just does not know how to uh, to give up in the straight. So, yep, I'm keen. And so are the punters. He's been well back, Tommy. Yeah, he has. And get on to betfair.com.au for your best price there, or great price. And yellow brick on top for you. I don't have a huge opinion here, Fitzy, so we move on. Uh, let's go to the Whispering Angel Magic Millions Cup over the 1425. I hate it when they call 1425 metre races cups. It's ridiculous. It's weird, isn't it? Yep, it's, weird, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Hey, um, I'm actually going to go double <laughs> f- double figures again. I'm with Superium here at the Hawks team and Tommy Berry. I think that might be able to run okay. I also think Amish Boy for the Ma Eustace team. They'll have to get a winner here somewhere. And Vega won again at double figures. It's a triple play here, uh, triple threat. Uh, one... Um, seven and 11, all at 12, 13, $14 on the fair. Milo, I'm with you. I think Superium can win this. Yes. He needs, he just needs the, the track in his favor. I mean, if they are not making any ground, then he's probably got no chance in yep. the world. But his last couple of runs in Sydney at Ramwick, the one, two starts back, he smashed the clock late and then he smashed it again, winning up along the fence last time out. He broke 11 seconds, his last 200. He's absolutely flying this horse. He just needs uh, a fair track and a decent tempo, and he's got a great chance. Tommy? Uh, no huge opinion for me either. I'm, oh, I, I see your point regarding Superior. He's just a hard horse to catch. He doesn't win often, so yeah. that's the price. But you're getting a price at Betfair to come to you either way, so don't mind that. Tough race. Uh, then we go to the last and uh, over the 1,300. I'm with F Troop here at Tony Gollins. This is the one I think he can get with it. So I know he's been thereabouts, F Troop, but I think Craig Williams will get one and Gollins will get one in the last. So F Troop for me, um, if I had another one, I might be with sort of maybe a Dr. Why Not and or a Wisdom of Water. Tricky race. Uh, F Troop and uh, Wisdom of Water and Alpine Edge are the class runners. Uh, F Troop has drawn wide and is a bit of a query at 1300 for mine. Alpine Edge has drawn beautifully 
is also a bit of a query at 1300. Wisdom waters drawn horribly. Wisdom of waters drawn horribly. So it's a real tricky race. Uh, I like the three Alpine Edge and I like the one F Troop on form, but I have a slight query on that 1300 metres. 13 uh, at a price very intoxicating can place. Then uh, look, it's an open book. This is the race I found most hard for the entire day. If it was 1200, I'd declare Alpine Edge. The beauty of up on edge here, Chris, is barrier one. Stays inside, can yes. save ground and gets that suck run. Might see him get the 1,300 metres. Yeah, I think that's a massive advantage. And don't uh, don't lose uh, sight of the fact that he's got form behind yellow brick. So we'll get a, <laughs> a bit of a guide earlier. He ran thought he'd be immoral then. The of the mountain. So, well, he loomed up. See, that was 1,300. He loomed up and he couldn't get past. But that's, you know, we know yellow brick fights hard. But he just sort of petered on the run. So, as I said, I've just got that slight uh, query. But... You're 100% right in what you say there, Tommy. Gets the lovely run, so economical. For the punters, we're all in agreement here that it can be leaderish and stay leaderish, but if you can make ground, you've got to adjust your form on this day. You do, and uh, as I said, Navesh has said that uh, they will be able to run on from the back of the field. It'll be different this week, so just love to see a bit of a shower of rain in the morning, not anything to make the track soft, but just maybe a mill or two will be great. The point about that as well, obviously it can play down the middle and a lot of Sydney jockeys come up here and do ride it to yep. the middle. What happened last Saturday makes it really interesting. But if the track dries out and it's hard to hold water on hot days at the Gold Coast, it may actually go middle and closer to the inside and fence-ish later. So just, yeah, we've got to be really tricky with this uh, speed maps and, and whatnot on Saturday. Hey, Chris, so very quickly, because we've got Bjorn on the other side, uh, your best bet or best bets, please, for the Gold Coast. Race four, number two, Scalopini, yep. best of the day. And I'll stick with Yellow Brick. Race eight, number four, Yellow Brick in the three-year-old guineas. A nice little multi there, guys. You're a star, Chris. So thanks for joining us, buddy. A pleasure, guys. Have a great weekend. Chris Nelson Cheers, there to run through the Gold Coast car. Desperately going to go to a break. Bjorn Baker on the other side of this. Uh, this is a Friday night Betfair Edge. Play your way on the Queensland Summer Racing Carnival with back and lay bets at betfair.com.au. Gamble responsibly. Friday night Betfair Edge. Play your way on the Australian Open by setting your own odds at Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Welcome back to the Friday night Betfair Edge right around the country. Play your way on the Australian Open by setting your own odds at betfair.com.au. Miles Fitzner, Tom Haylock with you. And we're joined by one of the best in the business. If you want to get involved, do the horse. There's no better team to have more fun with than the Bjorn Baker Racing Team. He joins us on the line. Hello, Bjorn. Yeah, morning, guys. And make sure you sign up. Get online, bjornbakerracing.com.au. Sign up. <laughs> you can get on the mailing list. We've got some of these horses we've bought this week are so cheap you feel like you're making money. Have we got value? <laughs> hey, uh, hey, big fella, it just sounded like that voice has just got a little bit of a croak in the back of it up there this week already. <laughs> Well, I reckon a couple of the horses I've got up here are handling it much better than I. And uh, as we get to the business end of proceedings, this is what we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, anyway, we'll get the chaff from the eight, so to speak. We'll find out who's got it and who doesn't. <laughs> I reckon that, that's, that's been done. He's done his ad. Um, <laughs> thanks, thanks for coming on, man. Uh, 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 good to talk to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Tom Haylock here, mate. Um, obviously, Magic Millions is huge for you, and Unencumbered's a special horse who had that landmark victory for your stable and really put you on the map. Yeah, amazing. 2014 now. Uh, fair time ago, but geez, what a horse. I, I bought three. That's the first time I bought yearlings at 
Magic Millions Award three of them. I thought, how easy is this? Um, <laughs> and the one other time I'd been here, I worked on a, a stud called Wakefield Stud, and I'd, I'd, I was here when Tester Ross won the Magic Millions, and then you you come back I don't know, 15 years later or so with uh, the son of Tester Ross. It's funny how it works out. It's like a full circle, and um, you were hoping to do it again on Saturday. Uh, Bjorn, we'll run through a couple of your runners on the Gold Coast. Race two in this uh, this debut plate where the horses had to sort of go right in the trials to get a run in this, which is really odd. You've got two, Desperately and Steffi Magnetica. Now, uh, have you got one of these right to go to win? Well, you're not a lot between them, um, and they've both got good gates, and they've both got in the race. Of course, it's a good half-million-dollar race. Yeah, <laughs> <How> good <laughs> Australia and the Magic Millions and some of the yearlings have bought this year like these races just make some exceptional value uh, but there's not a lot between them, they've both improved they've both had two trials unlike a lot of the others and Steffi Magnetica she actually galloped really well with with infatuation on Tuesday morning so if she can run a race triple you can bet on infatuation Oh I like um, it what do you what do you make of this race? You got to set them to win trials to qualify. A bit different. Yeah, the, the, the look, it's a, it's a, it's going to be exciting, and um, yeah, I, I guess you don't know what you're up against. And everyone everyone trials differently. So I'm, I'm always generally aggressive in trials. I use them as uh, I try and mimic, I guess, race scenario. And some other people are pretty cagey and dicey. Well, that's what you get in <laughs> Australia, as you know, but. Uh, so you don't quite know what's there. So it's going to be an interesting interesting race for sure. Just something I've noticed, and I've been wanting to actually ask you this question for a couple of months now, but you've seemed to be winning trials by big margins of late and actually giving horses a solid test. Is that a change in your mentality in the last couple of months? I know you always tend to, to show your wares at the trials, but you're pushing them yeah. out more of well, late? Yeah, and a couple of people said to me, you know, what, what difference does it make? And if you look at those trial dates, you'll notice that that's just before their monthly accounts come out. So I just <laughs> people have, have belief, you know, like... They said they don't pay. I said, yeah, they do. Oh, unbelievable. <laughs> that's oh. the secret. It makes that's sense now. Uh, smart. Smarter than your average bear. Smarter <laughs> than your average bear. Hey, mate, in race number three, you've got fun fact. Uh, here too, and um, have you got a jockey here? I can't see one listed. Yeah, Rachel King. Yeah, Rachel, Rachel King, King yep. will ride, and Maurice's me dad will stay in Sydney. He's actually going really good, Maurice's me dad too. So don't miss him. Um, I think he's a, a good each way. I think he's turned the corner. He, he ain't got the best record, but he's going well. So I was a bit disappointed he he's not up here. But fun fact's actually going good too. He's got no weight. He looks good. Uh, his work's been good, and um, it's a lot tougher race than it's probably been the last few years. But we'll roll forward and lead with him. You go to the syndicate race. You've got Rupert Tarr, and and was a pretty good run last start. I thought, but in that um, Pokera Carry, if that's how you say it, Pokera Carry, Pokera Care, whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, I, uh, that's, that's close enough. I'm not going to argue, <laughs> but uh, she she's she looks well. She's fit. Um, she's up and rolling, and uh, it's hard to hard. But realistically, we've got to beat eleven eleven, and and Scalopini's going to struggle. Um, mm. But it's a race; it doesn't have a whole heap of depth, and just as long as we 
and get our hands on a little bit of that Aussie cash, we'll be very happy. Uh, you've got, uh, in race five, you've got Van Giz. Uh, can Van Giz get the V8 going again from uh, from gate 17? You're not sure if she's ever had a V8, but <laughs> she's in foal. In um, foal to wild rule, she's probably only got a couple of runs left, and, and realistically, we're, we're, we're hopeful um, she'll get back, and, and she can finish off, and the last couple of runs have been okay, so uh, it's more, yeah, you got to if you shoot enough darts, maybe one will hit, and that's all we're hoping for. In race seven, you've got infatuation. I spoke to you before the run last time. Uh, we've declared it um, last run. The punter's got the chocolates. You go up here now. You, I think you're drawn perfectly. This looks like it's set up um, up nicely, and we're still getting double figures for infatuation. Yeah, and, and I'm sure the one thing she has done, she's improved. She looks great. Um, she's a racer, she's a winner, she puts herself there, she's got a great gait, and I'm pretty bullish that she can run a big race, not getting carried away, it's a tough race, but um, I still think she's she's perfectly set up, she's had that run of 1,200 uh, on her best form, but she's probably a little bit stiff not to, not to win the Golden Gift, which is the biggest two-year-old race so far, and I think she's a great each-way bet. It's a good push. So we head to Rose Hill. Now, a horse I want to talk to you about, race two, Dynamic Impact. I want to talk to you about it because I tipped it first up and it was 14s into sevens. Yeah, Thank you for that. Trialed really nicely. Missed the start there and, and ran home really well. Scratched the other day and, and saved for this um, uh, chance again at double figures? Yeah, well, I'm just more. I wish you've got my bank account, but I just haven't <laughs> seen anything come through. So, surely. <laughs> <laughs> I tipped him into it, and he hasn't. He hasn't paid yet. I haven't paid yet. I've got to get one of these horses. Oh, with you, no, no, I'm a, a bit concerned. We hit and miss. When he's good, he's very good, and when he's bad, he's a bit like Miles himself. So, when he's bad, he's bad. But he's I actually, a, a I said this to my. I said this to Miles on air. I said it could win or could run last, but he's worth a bet. And Miles laughed at me. I did, and then I backed it. Yeah, that's him. He's either he's either there or, or not. But just a bit of an awkward game. He's probably better ridden a touch gold, um, but definitely a step up from Friday night. But he's, and uh, when he's good, he's he's dynamic. So he's definitely up to it. They they probably just have to go quick enough and give him that opportunity to finish off. Obviously, you're very bullish. Maurice is my dad um, in the last of 2,000 metres or race nine. There, you've got your best bet uh, at Rose Hill or Gold Coast. Or around the grounds, you've got some at Orange on Sunday, you've got all sorts. Global Deals tried up a couple of times. Anything, what's the best? Well, let's just stick to the number one race, the Magic Millions, I think. Infatuation's going really, really well. I think she'll give us a good sight, um, and she's great odds. Uh, how's my mate Nutty going up there? You had a few dinners with him. Is he still handling it? Yeah, Nutty, he handles a lot better than me. He's always consistent, consistently bad. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's, I think well, it's, a, it's a strong sale, so I think a lot of the breeders up here, they can't wipe the smile off their face. They just go around <laughs> there and cloud nine. So, uh, yes, I'll tell you what, the breeders have it a lot easier than us trainers. We're going to be... They get rid of their horses after the week and we just have to keep working and just 
keep trying to get the best out of them. Hey, Bjorn, we appreciate your time, mate. Oh, you're always generous with us. We like following you in. We give you a stable a pump because if you want to have fun and go racing, there's no better stable to do it with, mate. Um, best of luck with your runners on the weekend and uh, and we'll keep giving the stable a push. Make sure they get in touch with the team at Bjorn Baker Racing. They can go and have some fun and race a horse with you, buddy. Brilliant. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Have a great weekend. Good luck, folks. <laughs> Good luck to you, <laughs> Bjorn Baker there. Absolute ripper. Dead set ripper. We all need a bit of luck this week. If you do want to have fun, that's the whole idea. He is someone you go and have fun with. There's no, you know, you're not going to be sitting back just getting your trainer report things. You can go to the races and go and have some fun. That's what it's all about. How good was he with the debut? Just laughing at the prize money, just... Taking it home to New Zealand. Just, yeah, get was... some of this Aussie cash. <laughs> <laughs> he's Love the it. best. Absolute best. Go and get involved. You want to get involved with him. It's not, <laughs> he's just helped us out. It's not, he's, uh, right. he's not advertising. Well, we're doing it. We're doing it because we, we actually believe it. I'm so, I'm so glad he just told us the secret of these trollers. It works. It makes sense now. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. Just yeah, they troll not... at the end of the month and the invoices are coming out, you just... Makes sense. All this is a flag. He's an absolute weapon. Right, we're going to jump to a break. We'll come back and wrap the first hour after this. This is a Friday night bet for Edge. Play your way on the Queensland Summer Racing Carnival with back and lay bets at betfair.com.au. We'll be back in a moment. Friday night Betfair Edge. Play your way on the Australian Open by setting your own odds at Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1800 858 858. Well, welcome back to the Friday Night Bet Fair Edge. Miles Fitzner, Tom Haylock with you right around the country. And you can play your way on the Queensland Summer Racing Carnival with back and lay bets at betfair.com.au. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Uh, Tommy, uh, that's, I, I really enjoyed that interview with Bjorn. We got the right bloke <laughs> on at the right time, didn't we? Just livened me up. I was ready for a snooze after some time with you, and he just after brought the some, show to another level. After some time with me. Have you got – we've got about two and a half here uh, before we've got to go uh, to another quick little word from our partners. And then on the other side, Steve Our partners, quick, Betfair. Steve Quick to join us. Card of the week. We're going to do Rose Hill more in depth, Flemington around the grounds in another one. We've still got Friday forecasts and best bets. Hey, do you have another little – you know how we do the, um, the little um, – the – yeah, I've got another little lab. Oh, you've got a little lab in. Yeah, I've got another right. little lab to add. Um, I just saw the two down under here in Adelaide, mm-hmm. and guess who decided to come out and glue themselves to the road out the front of the Santos building? Old Extinction Rebellion, the old <laughs> climate snoozers on the protest, interrupting traffic. They've vowed to disrupt the two down under. Oh, I can assure you, if they go and glue themselves in the middle of a road in, in a cycling race with the cyclists going. 50 or 60 k's an hour and cause an accident, there'll be absolute uproar. They can just let the people go and ride their bikes and the tour down under. It's a, it's a spectacle on the world stage. Just come on. There's a, there's a motorcycle that sits in front of the peloton, isn't there? Yeah, well, that, that got in the road well, one year, didn't it? Or Tour de France, <laughs> it normally does too. Uh, funny stuff. Got Bjorn, Bjorn talking about his trolls and the invoicing at the end of the, That was all-time <laughs> quality radio. That's, Thoroughly mate, enjoyed that. It, I... As did I. Unreal. <laughs> what a man. But he did sound a bit rough. I don't know. Rough. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Him and Bra- um, and the the nuts from a tongue to stud. They're some of the greats. So that's where you want to go. Gab obviously working for Kieran and the crew. And shout out to all the team up there. Why don't we jump to this? We're more to come on the other side. Play your way 
on the Australian Open by setting your own odds at Betfair. Steve Quick from Ace Previews coming up on the other side to talk all things Australian Open and which ways to bet on Betfair. Call 1-800-858-858. Friday night, Betfair Edge. Play your way on the Australian Open by setting your own odds at Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Welcome back to the Friday Night Bedfair Ed Special 2-Hour Edition. Miles Fitzner, Tom Haylock with you, and you can play your way on the Australian Open by setting your own odds at Bedfair. As always, gamble responsibly. When we talk tennis, we talk to one man. One man and one man only. His name is Steve Quick from Ace Previews, and he joins us. Hello, Steve. Hello, guys. How are we doing? Very, very well. Mate, uh, this is your time to shine. This is Christmas for you, Ace Previews. You dominated for us last year. You did it the year before that. We're hoping here to do it again. Uh, And the draw is out. Um, Firstly, before we get to Tommy in the markets, overall, your brief summation of the draw before we get into it on the men's and the women's side. Yeah, they've they've presented us some pretty tricky draws, and you'll probably see a, a lot of players who are in decent form finding themselves in in similar pockets of the draw. So there's a couple of real huge, I guess, first round matches, particularly on the men's side. But yeah, it's make it's going to make for an interesting fortnight, I think. Uh, when we uh, look at those draws, is this is there much change? Do you see in the market straight after the draw? Is it is it that sort of the a tipping point for? someone to come in or someone to drift? Yeah, there's been a couple of changes. I think, you know, compared to when we spoke last week, uh, Iga Shriontek, who was the, the favourite in the women's, she was sitting around that $2.70, $2.65 mark. And after the draw now, she's gone out to $3.80. So that's probably kind of a key one on the, the women's side where, again, there's there's been kind of pockets of that draw that, looks like you maybe could attack a little bit. But on the men's, it hasn't changed too much. Um, Carlos Alcaraz coming out um, probably had more of an impact on the overall markets than the, the actual draw itself. But there's going to be a, a couple of interesting quarterfinals and semifinals which are really going to shape, I think, the men's side. What we're going to do, we're going to start with the men's side. Tommy's going to read out the market, and then we're going to get the ones that we need to back to lay or whether or not we back them outright. Tommy, the market for the Australian Open as it stands. Yeah, we just heard from Steve. Um, uh, Higgis Fitech was $2.62 low traded there. So she's out to $3.95. Uh, Sabalenka, $9.20. Pagula, $14. Garcia, $14.50. Gaff uh, is, I'm not sure, I think you pronounce it like that, $16. Jabur, $17.50. What was the, the drift caused by, I know you mentioned the draw, but what was the, the big drift there, Steve, on Igus Fitek? Why was that? So I guess there was a, a little bit of a drift after she lost, I think it was 6-2-6-2 to Jessica Fogula in the United Cup last week. But then when right. you look at the actual draw that she's got here. Um, she's got Jewel Niemeyer in the, the first round who actually really challenged her at the US Open when she was in probably a, a little bit better form than she is now. But when you make your way through the list of of names that are in her quarter, you've got uh, Elena Rybakina, who you know is the, the defending Wimbledon champion and can almost hit anyone off the court on her particular day. Uh, Danielle Collins, who beat Shriatek at um, the Australian Open last year. Uh, Paula Bedosa, um, who's in some good form, and, and Coco Goff as well. They're all just in her quarter. So that's just going to be a, a little bit more challenging for her than we've perhaps seen in some of the other draws um, at, at Grand Slam level more recently. So that's 
that's probably a large part of it is that there are, I guess, some, some speed bumps a little bit earlier in the journey. And there's the, the next list of players. So you're looking at Sabalenka and Pagula and Goff, um, who are those, those next players on the, in the market. And they're all in exceptional form to, to start the year. We've got on the men's side, Novak Djokovic, Chilos O2 now. Akaraz has come out. He was second favourite. So that means Medvedev, when we spoke a couple of weeks ago, it was Steve. Medvedev was about that $9.60 mark. He's into $7.80 now. Since the past $19, Kyrgios 20, Nadal 23. You recommended Medvedev as a play at the $9.60 just because of the draw. Now the draw's out. That might have changed a little bit. But Alcaraz coming out has meant if you got that price, you've uh, already locked in some profit there on betfair.com.au. Um, Djokovic, even money, $2.02. What do you make of that? Yeah, I, I think that's about fair. So there obviously is the question mark with Novak at the moment around his, his hamstring issue. Is that a hamstring issue? That's, it's really hard to know. He played some of his best tennis in recent memory after he started stretching out his hamstring in Adelaide. Um, but it's just hard to fault the, the performances that he's produced in, in Melbourne over the years. So when you look through his section of the draw, um, it's a pretty favourable start for Novak when you, you work through the first couple of rounds. Uh, potentially, you know, Dimitrov round three, um, Alex Dimonor potentially in, in round four, and then Nick Kyrgios potentially in a quarter final. So there's a few Aussies along the way there. Um, but I think when you look at it, you've got, you know, when you when you move down to Medvedev as well, that $7.80 mark, um, you know, the positive for Medvedev is he's on the other side of the draw to Novak. So that's obviously helping avoiding him until the final. Um, and I think it's a really good spot for, for Medvedev as well when you look at him being in the, the Rafael Nadal quarter with Nadal's form perhaps dipping a little bit to start the year. He hasn't quite looked at his best and he's got a tricky first round match as well. So still still relatively keen on that Medvedev price, but I'd still be keeping, I, I'd be keeping an eye on Novak and, and looking to keep him safe. I'm not going to be directly laying him at the moment. So Medvedev might be the trading opportunity still at that $7.80. If he makes it to the final against Novak, he, he will be short of that, obviously. So that might be the play there, Miles. Obviously, Australian Open, first major of the season. Um, a lot of these players haven't played much tennis. You mentioned Djokovic, but Tsitsipas, Kyrgios hasn't played much. Nadal, obviously, neither. It must be a tricky um, tournament to ascertain form lines going into a tournament like this early on in the season. Yeah, look, it can definitely be tricky, and, and it's hard to kind of figure out, you know, particularly the form through the, the back end of 2022, you know, was it a player who was perhaps getting tired from the, you know, the energy that they've exerted over the course of a long season, or is there something else that was an issue? And, you know, is the, the six weeks off, you know, has that, has that come in handy in terms of, I guess, getting them set for something like this? And when you look at the form of Stefanos Tsitsipas, he's generally produced some really good tennis here um, in Melbourne to start the season. And he, his form kind of trails off kind of that July, August, September so he's obviously one, I think, to keep an eye on as well when you, you look at his um, part of the draw. Um, but, yeah, look, it, it can be a little bit tricky to, to marry things up, and it's worth keeping an eye on the um, the form of these players through the first couple of rounds. So, obviously, the nature of the seeding and how that all works out is that they will be playing against lower-ranked players to start, but with some warm warm temperature um, forecast for Melbourne for the first week. It's, it's worth keeping an eye on just seeing how they are physically you know, if they do find themselves in, in any difficulty. But making sure you've got the exchange there ready to go because uh, you can always back and lay, you know, across the, the entire fortnight and, and try and set yourself up for a a book that looks to have as many green numbers as you can at the end of the fortnight. Well, let's talk about that. I need uh, I need a couple of the back to lays from the men and the women, Steve, from you in the next uh, minute or so. 
So where's something a little bit juicier that we can uh, we can look to, to have a, a nibble on and then wait to then get out? Uh, something a little bit juicier potentially. If you're looking to the the men's, the, the longer odds players that you can keep an eye on are, are Cam Norrie, Alex Demonor. Um, they're probably two that could make a, a run to the second week. But I, you know, for Demonor, for example, I'd be probably looking to get out once he were to face Novak Djokovic if he was still in the draw. Um, but a little bit shorter. It's probably the best draw of the top names is Taylor Fritz. So he's sitting in the, the 20s at the moment in terms of his odds. He's certainly one to keep an eye on. Uh, and over on the women's, um, look, it, it is still a little bit tricky. But, you know, Veronica Kudamatova is playing some great tennis in Adelaide at the moment. Um, I think I talked about her a couple of weeks ago as well. Her odds have come in a little bit from 40s into $32. Uh, she's producing some really solid tennis. Um, and I did mention, I think, Marketa Von Drusova, uh, who's sitting around that 70 to $90 range, um, she would potentially face Onjabor in the second round, but that means you know that she could potentially take that second seeding and, and make a little bit of a run to the second week. So she's maybe one to keep an eye on from a, a trading perspective as well. But of the, the top names, um, you know, Sabalenka is one to consider, but maybe around that, the Madison Keys is, is probably another one. Just looking at the draw, and I've got it up in front of me at the moment, forty six dollars. You know, made the semifinals. I think it was last year. Lost to Ash Barty. She's probably one to keep an eye on as well. Miles, just the beauty of Betfair here, obviously, when these players are playing, and it happens a lot in the women's, obviously three sets as opposed to five sets in the men's, the fluctuations on the overall winners' markets fluctuate extreme, well, a lot as the games are playing. So it's a good way to trade live on games, just playing in the, the winners' markets. So get on to betfair.com.au and do that, Fitzy, while they're playing. Uh, Steve, appreciate your time, mate. Look forward to chatting to you right throughout the Open, mate. You're a star. No worries. Thanks very much for having me, guys. Steve, Cheers, quick mate. there from Ace Previews. I've got a few of them. Kunimatova, uh, Vodorenska and Key. So 32, 90 and 46. And then we've got Fritz at 20s, Norrie at 70s and Demonor at 140s. It's going to have a little nibble. Yeah. No no better base, place to bet than betfair.com.au for these uh, winners' markets. Big odds, all plenty of value. And you've also got the stage of elimination markets to reach the final markets and first-round match markets all up at Betfair as well. Just let me do your job for you there, Tommy. Don't worry about that. Uh, we're going to go to a break on the other side of this. We'll come back. No well, I wish I was awake. No, I wish no I was awake. From I would have bitten oh. then. Yeah. Card of the week on the other side of this. We'll go to Rose Hill. We'll run through Rose Hill together. And then we'll have Flemington also around the grounds to come. Friday forecast, best bets. Big two-hour edition of the Friday Night Betfair Edge. Miles Fitzner, Tom Haylock back. Thanks to Betfair. Gamble responsibly on the other side of this. Friday Night Betfair Edge. Play your way on the Queensland Summer Racing Carnival with back and lay bets at betfair.com.au. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Well, welcome back to the Friday Night Betfair Edge. Miles Fitzner, Tom Haylock. Thanks to Betfair and the Australian Open. As always, gamble responsibly. Uh, Tommy, uh, I know you've been chomping at the bit you said that you're not quite, you know, not quite awake. But uh, do you want to go down? Do you want to go down this path again? We, we're going straight back to the lay bin. I want to get the whole song up. Get up and about. Oh, Come on, the, let's do it. You need the whole one. Let's fire up. Well, all right, all right. We'll just. Um... <laughs> Hello. Fire up to the that's bloke better. that's been half asleep and not been awake the whole time. I needed some some tempo and music to get me up and about again. Right, what have um, you got? 
it's a long time for the listeners to hear our voice, Fitz. You're just going to get them up, break the content a bit. Radio Craft. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> I will slap you. I will slap you, stupid. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, coming out of the woodwork, um, a couple of people have been messaging me putting Miles' Insta storyline on uh, the lay bit. Mate, they've been messaging. No Episode. one's been messaging you, mate. Oh, you can't are. show me one. You couldn't show, show me you, one. You could not. I can show you one. I'll send it to you off air. Yeah. 100%. People yeah. I don't even follow have sent me, you know, you get the message requests on Instagram, people forwarding them to me, coming out of. But, Coming out of trees to bag you. Yeah. So, well, good luck to them. I take all comers. I take all comers. I, I, um, I had a trip. Can I? To, what? No, no, you go. You, no, you go, mate. You go. Well, I had the trip to Tasmania and I was documenting it. Just yes. Bit of, well, what was I supposed to do? I was meant to show how much fun I was having. It was the whole point of it. It was good. It was good. How, how successful was the content, mate? Pretty good. I had to go back and delete a few. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's why you're in the live in. Yeah, yeah, there's a couple there that <laughs> a little bit later on. <laughs> that's right. A little bit Dangerous. late at night trying to get and, out. Uh, I, I think those ones you've deleted is why I got messages. Uh, a, few, uh, in the live in. a few language warnings I think I got. <laughs> oh, I'm normally pretty good on on uh, on that. I just sort of had to go back and trim a couple. The backboard, I want to put... That... Oh, I'm not ready for the backboard, oh, okay. but you go. No, no, no. Right, right. Keep going. What, what else no, have you got? I'll break it up. You go with some positives I, I before I try to go. more it's negatives. It's off the back of that trip. Brownie normally goes down. He's the Tasmania guy. Brownie's not there. They said we want to. He's some... usually at Magic Millions too, Brownie. Yeah, and he is. They said, uh, can you send someone down? So I got the ticket. So I've gone down to Devonport Cup. So acting CEO down there of Tas Racing, um, AJ Andrew Jenkins, uh, Jackie Holly, the full team, they took me to host the marquee at the Devonport Cup. And um, look, uh, it's a quite quaint, um, um, quaint little uh, little town. Um, it's awesome. Uh, oh, I'm, uh, I've just had someone walk past the window here, and they're trying to knock on the door. Can you just tell them that they can't come in because I'm actually on air? <laughs> Savvy, uh, you might want to talk, you might want to go talk to her though. Trust me. <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> uh, good, good luck, Sammy. So flew down, flew down, and um, got picked up. Went there, had to do some stuff for Taz Racing. It was outstanding. Nothing short of outstanding. Uh, the how they presented the marquee, how they turned it on, uh, it was it was awesome. Absolutely awesome. Never wouldn't have had more fun at a race meeting anywhere. Um, so no I, way. How does it compare to Darwin? Darwin was fun, but still, Darwin's great. But Darwin was a bit hot. This was like <laughs> there was nothing wrong. Like the weather was right. Oh. The marquee was right. We backed double figure winners in the marquee. The you know, I was a little bit busy. You had to do bits and pieces, but um, there's nothing wrong with that. I saddled in with a couple of guys that that um, used to play a bit of cricket. They were really good fellas, good blokes, looked after me. Um, um, they were. Well, that's good, mate. Um, the audience are wrapped. You had a good holiday. That's great. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I was, oh, mate, what is wrong with you today? <laughs> Something up. Just... It's, been a, it's been a big week. Right, what's, hang on. <laughs> You're going in the lay bin. You're giving me the absolute oh, brazen bits. <laughs> I'm not in the lay bin. You are in the lay bin, no, mate. No, come on. I'll tell you who is in the lay bin. Who? People that are – this is another first world problem, lay bin here. Oh, here we go. Don't worry. Tom People, Haylock, a.k.a. loses touch with the common man. <laughs> I I believe that people are setting their alarms at 6 o'clock in the morning to go down and put towels on sunbeds at hotels. You walk down there at 7 a.m., 8 a.m., you can't get a seat and no one's there. They're all booked. I'm going to 
going down to the pool area and nah. throwing some towels off some chairs. Nah. Maybe. Yeah, I, I'm I'm all for that. None of this reserving stuff at hotels. If you throw a hotel towel on a sunbed, uh, I, I will lay on it. I'll pick it up, throw it, I'll lay on it. I don't care. What are you going to come down and say, sorry, that's my towel? Was you can't, na- is your name you on can't it? be booking sunbeds for the day even if you're not there. If you're not there, you're done. Correct. 100%. Put something valuable on your seat and then see how it goes. Yeah, yeah leave your handbag there. <laughs> Correct. Leave your iPhone there and see how long you get it. <laughs> Jeez, you really are. You have lost touch. Can't get a, <laughs> can't get a sunbed. Restaurants are all full. Yeah, we're, our listeners are just like me. The country, you know. Like just you. Bat, just battlers, mate. Soul of the earth battlers. I'm an Adelaide we're, battler. Don't worry about that. Oh, 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 <laughs> Country yeah, boy, obviously. The rest of some of those of Adelaide. See, that's why Magic Millions oh. doesn't concern me. I'll go to the country race meets, the Davenport oh, Cups. You're and just such talk, a man of the people, boys. Talk boss. to the locals, mate. Oh. <laughs> talk to the locals. You get in, go and have a beer with anyone. Shout out to Owen and a few of the boys down there from Tassie. They come up and said, oh, mate, how are you going? I said, let's let's have a few frothies. It's back a winner. What do you like? Away we go. Like, no... You're such a man of the people. Sunbeds. Oh. Can I can I put something on the backboard? What? No caviar. No caviar <laughs> up there to your liking. Our, or... <laughs> our very own Gareth Hall was very complimentary of you and I last night at the Betfair function. He said that we get along really well, would provide really good radio, and he listens in, and we bounce off each other really well. So Gareth, thanks for the kind words, mate. That was good. He's in the backboard. What well, did he speak at your function? No, he just chatted to me. Oh, yeah. did he? Yeah. Yeah. So he just he, he, he said just... he would have said you guys are dominating. He, said, oh, yeah. he loves saying the word dominating. He goes, just go dominate. Dicko <laughs> from SCN. He was a menace last night. Yeah. Absolute menace. Always is. Oh, I've got something for the lay-in. Oh, Mitch Beer. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Yep, got to go again. So chatting at the function, had a, a very brief chat to Mitch Beer, said goodbye to him, and he goes, goodbye, champion. He's champ me. No way. Mitch, oh, I'm interviewing him as well for a podcast. He's chant me. The only person in the room that heard it was Dicko. Do you reckon I copped it? You got champed. <laughs> Get in the bin, Beery. Is this, this champion he's, count? Is it champ? You can't. He's younger than you too. He's champ me. He is younger than you and champed you. Do you reckon do you, I'm going to... I'm going to have a crack at him at the, uh, the podcast. Do you reckon we should ring him? Do you want to try cha- and ring him? Yes, if we've got his number, let's get him on. Oh, I reckon we could try and ring him and say, <laughs> we did hear this. You've given Tommy Haylock from Betfair. He Fitter. wouldn't even realise because he no walked worries, off so champion. quickly. Yeah, oh. does, champion, does champion count as a champ? Yeah, it's even worse. <laughs> it's worse. Yeah, no, nah, champion, champion is is the worst version of champ. <laughs> if you champ someone, it's like, you know, it's champ. So, so yeah, what are the rankings? But if you say, oh, good on your champion, that's... Oh. Oh, oh. Champ... So, what, yeah, where does like the worst. where does muscles sit or squirt? No, 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 like, no. no. Champions cheers, the squirt, pinnacle. Cheers, muscles. Champions the pinnacle. pinnacle. <laughs> He's just championed me. Or the real salty brother. No worries, brother. <laughs> or good on your boss. Mitch Beer, you're in the lay. I mean, he's the lay bit. Beery, oh, just he's outgrowing the Albury Stable. Champ, champion, he's, he's just had given... spent six hours on the Gold Coast and starts champing people. Whoa, he's <laughs> up there with the big boys, and the, <laughs> the champs just flying everywhere. <laughs> Sick. Oh, you got anything else? Uh, do you how's my luck? Dicko, the only one in the room that hears that. Do you oh, reckon he I would not, it from he him? would have just fed you. Absolutely oh, really? <laughs> fed it to you.
He might not remember well, the night, so that's I don't know. Right. We might even see if we can get Mitch Beer on and say, look, did, was Just, this at the Betfair function? It was at the Betfair function, oh, yes. Which is your function. You know, this well, is your I domain. Him, single-handedly sent him the invite. We're and he's see, championed me. We're going to see if we can get him on the line here. Let's try to get him up. This will be good gear, this. He might be playing golf. Uh, if he's playing golf, we're just waiting to see. <laughs> if we get him live, it'll be nothing short of red hot. He'll answer his phone because it's magic millions in case someone's ringing. To, Correct. To, he to, wants to buy a horse. A horse. English Digital. He's... <laughs> Maybe not. That's so good. Just give I'll be raising it with him. Don't worry. Oh, right. But was it no worries champion or good to see a champion? I think it was just a thanks champion or see a champion. Oh, crook. <laughs> yeah, really, That's that would have really that's hurt you. Considering top 10 labour of the year. No restaurants open, no oh. sun beds available, and you cop champ. And I've been champion. And you've been champed. <laughs> I love that. I love that that's so That's why I've much. come in flat today. I cop it all the time anyway. I get champed <laughs> all the time. I had, of, I, had, I had two blokes in the, in the marquee at Devonport go there. I was on doing the Taz Racing TV cross for them. And I'd had to do the walkthrough. Went to go up and someone goes to grab the mic. Campbell Brown was better. <laughs> and then was, <laughs> I, was, I was like, yeah, yeah. That's good. I told you the time that Luke White, the very own from back in the day, Sunday the Hurricane, he, we went for dinner with him. This is when he was on air with us. He went for dinner with him, asked the waitress to put his phone on charger and said, thanks, muscles. To the <laughs> waitress. He's called our muscles. He gave the waitress muscles. <laughs> <laughs> you can't be doing that. What's also, what's also up there is Tiger. You know, oh, people tiger. say, no worries, Tiger. Get on your Tiger. Oh, on your Tiger. No worries, Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch, you got champed by Mitch Beer is one of the great bits of gear I've heard. Why did you lead with that off the top of the show? <laughs> it just came to me. It was a big oh, night. Gee whiz. Aubrey, St- <laughs> Aubrey Stable is up and about. <laughs> it means flying at the moment, Beery. <laughs> right, let's. Uh, we've got a bit long here, but who cares? I've enjoyed that thoroughly. Uh, coming up on the other side of this, Rose Hill, Flemington, around the crowns. We'll have a look at it. Uh, and if you've got things for the labing, don't forget hit both of us up on Twitter and or Instagram. Anything for the labing, we love it. Uh, all thanks to Betfair. Play your way on the Queensland Summer Racing Carnival with back and lay bets at betfair.com.au. Back in a moment, and as always, gamble responsibly. Friday night Betfair Edge. Play your way on the Queensland Summer Racing Carnival with back and lay bets at betfair.com.au. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Well, welcome back to the Friday night Betfair Edge. Miles Fitzner, Tom Haylock with you. All thanks to Betfair, of course. Play your way on the Queensland Summer Racing Carnival with back and lay bets at Betfair. Um, just before we get in the card of the week, we haven't quite finished with uh, well, our lay bins and backboards, but surely up there you're at... Single man, you're in the media, you're the informed tipster, you're everywhere at the moment with Betfair. Surely you've had a bit of luck up there um, <laughs> finding uh, some company. Have you had any fun up there? Have you, have you, have you met the woman of your dreams? We've been, we're on Tommy Haylock Wife Watch. We have been for about <laughs> 18 months. Uh, um, no, it's been pretty quiet up here. I did go for a walk this morning and proposed 14 times. But... <laughs> <laughs> 14 marriage proposals on your walk. Matt Welsh it's, is walking yeah. with you going, gee whiz. Oh, it's, yeah, it's not bad up here. What, what was the common response? No, 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 no. Mitch Beer, uh, champ, just so <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry I'm not available. They said, he, you're not Miles Fitzner, are you? Oh, <laughs> you are a flog. Right. 
It's really good. Oh, you don't know him. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, let's go. Let's start our cards of the week. You got to know when to hold it. When to hold it. Know when to fold When to fold When to fold when to I did. I didn't mention off the top uh, before that in Tasmania that Apparently, Brownie's made it a bit of a tradition that whoever hosts these marquees, you have to sing at the end of the day. So everyone nice. said you had to sing, and I was like, I'm not singing. And they're like, you have to. And so, <laughs> and I said, oh, well, I'd, I might do a bit of like a bit of country road, you know, or something like that. They went, no, you have to sing Daryl Braithwaite Horses. Oh, no. Yeah. And by then, I was probably I was probably in the right space, in the right frame to do it. And I punched, and? I punched it out thinking I was... Johnny Farnham, mate. I went, oh, you did it. Oh, you yeah, did it. Yeah, I went full kid. There's no footage. I haven't seen we need uh, footage. No, I've got the footage. It's just never oh, seen a lot of day. That, that gear. Episode, episode 24, oh, that was. Mate, yeah, it, Come it on. Was, might have, it didn't even quite make the episodes. That's that how would have been the lay bid. Yeah, surely. Hey, uh, let's turn our attention to Rose Hill. You're, um, that's your area. Um, we'll try and skip through a few here. But just remember, just for my tips for anyone that's out there, I'm on track tomorrow, so I haven't really finalised a lot of these, but we're just talking around a few horses. So um, You're on I track s- tomorrow? Oh, on SEN track. On yeah, SEN yeah. track. Yeah, yeah. So all my best bets will be tomorrow morning and, right. and whatnot. I'll have a few, but anyway. Don't, so, go, don't go too early. I see what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, see yeah, our Magic Millions motto. Uh, yes. Rose Hill, race one. Race, uh, race one looks pretty tough. Nothing there for you. No, I'm, oh, geez, shorter now, but uh, still City, real good bet here. It's half the September run. Tried up superbly, won two trials. I think it would have won up at the Gold Coast. We've got to start the debut. Um, easy way to start the day here, short but sweet. Kirimara got a nice filly here, $700,000 purchase. I think she wins. You'll get close to even money, I think, Betfair to come to you, and that'll be the right way to start your day. Is this one of, um, just another best bloodstock one, by the look of the colours? Is it? Yeah. Not the same colours as Tijuana? No. I don't think so. No. Um, race number two at Rose Hill. Um, it is. It is best plus. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Uh, race number two at Rose Hill. It's an interesting little race. Um, uh, look, I was I was with um, – oh, look, anyway. No, you just go. I, I, I was with Espresso last time, remember, um, and uh, at Canterbury around the $8 mark, and it did oh. the job for me. Um it- yeah, we heard what Bjorn Baker said about dynamic impact wins or runs last. The barrier might be a bit sticky. I, I won't want to lose if uh, dynamic impact wins because it'll um, well, owes me nothing. Kalino on top for me. Sectionals last start was superb. Scratched in the same race the dynamic impact was the other day. Save for this. Um, got Kalino on top here and um, it'll be pretty hard to beat. I love that run first up. Really smashed the co- clock. Chris oh, Waller. Oh, <laughs> hang on. Chris... <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. Oh. <laughs> That's the oh, best thing I've ever heard of radio. Cut that up. Unbelievable. Wow. Oh, See you later, guys. Yeah, oh. that's, uh, it's been nice having you. Um, it's been really nice having you. Uh, you can keep you can keep writing the checks and funding the show. Oh, Jeez, it's really smashed it, hasn't it? <laughs> um, smashed oh. the clock last start. Chris Wallace second up though it's a real concern. Um, he flies fresh and then has a has a Peter lost it. Oh gee whiz! Kalino, what's up for me? <laughs>
race number three, highway, not touching it. Not touching that either. <laughs> Bro, have you got anything in the highway? <laughs> oh. No, no. I'm, oh, <laughs> I'm not speaking for the rest of the show. Good luck. <laughs> race four. Uh, wow, we. Unbelievable. Oh. You're right, mate. Oh, sorry. That's just so. It was brilliant. Uh, ra- it's been ra- a funny show today. Yeah, right. Ra- race- oh, come on again. Race four. Uh, what's wrong with uh, with so am I here for David Fife for eight dollars fifty and two sixty? <laughs> um, it's really smashed no, the clock. This no. thing. <laughs> We're in a way, probably on top for me, but no huge. Um, do you reckon Hutchie's going to get me back oh, on next week? I don't know. It's good gear. <laughs> I reckon the listenership will be through the roof, oh, but I might not get another gig. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't you love the old slip of the tongue? It's just the best, isn't it? Oh, <laughs> no, I hate it. Yeah. Race four? No, just just give us a tip. Stop talking. What is it? What's the tip? <laughs> Nothing for me, race four. What about race five? What do you like? I, in I race... told you race four. Per, per in a way, oh, I'll race five. Nothing for me. Um, for tough enough, I'm going to leave race five alone. Race number six uh, at Rose Hill. Um, anything you like in here? Well, I was pretty keen. Oakville Duke first up on the back of some nice trials last uh, start. Drifted, savage drift. I backed it each way and, and luckily got something out of it. Dalalat gets back and runs home every start. Dry tracker. I'll probably stick with Oakfield Duke for the yeah, good barrier. Too. I think he's ready to, to run a race here. Pretty open race outside of him, but he'll be on top for me in the midway. Yeah, I'm 100% with you there. We followed him last time. Uh, interesting little race, race number really seven. Good race. Benchmark really good race. Benchmark really six. good race. Um, spacewalk, short in the market, but there are a couple of other contenders in here. Um, Mariah Mia. Um, Maria Mia. Yeah, yep. Maria Mia. First up record's pretty solid here. Comes on the back of two really nice trials. It might be a Tommy Two play for me, the eight and the one. Um, you've been watching trial to track, haven't you? No. I've um I've got Maria Mia as the bet here, seven dollars fifty. Good race. I don't want to lose if space spacewalk wins. Tyler Schiller's airborne at the moment. Three year old gelding lightly raced. Um just had the one win to his name, but I've got Maria Mia on top from Spacewalk, or, or probably Spacewalk tipping on top, but Maria Mia is the value in the race. Um, let's go to race number eight. I think if you can get on speed and stay on speed here, Majorati's a decent price in the overs. Uh, not much for me here, race eight. Um, I'm happy to back you in. Oh, it's a tricky race for me, mate. Race number nine. Race nine. Do you like anything here? Not really. Tony B's become a really hard horse to catch. Got the ability to win. Touristics, an interesting horse down the bottom. Um, no, very, very tricky race for me as well. Big field. Go wide. 2,000 metres aren't my specialty. Uh, race 10. Look, I'm, I'm with Snapped, but I might have a tiny little saver. Um, tiny little saver um, on Bitcoin Baby. Um, but I, I think I'd be pretty solid Snap with a very small bet, the Bitcoin Baby each way. Yeah, I'm probably more inclined to be against Snap and, and lean the way of Kerr Royale, third up, Chris Wallow, good setup. And I agree, Bitcoin Baby's a talented horse. Kerr Royale on top for me. I could have something, $14, $15, $16 Betfair to come to the on Bitcoin Baby as well, Miles. Uh, let's go to Flemington. Do you want to um, and start there? We'll try and run through as many of these as we can. Yeah, I've only got the couple for you here. So, Well, where did you want to go? Do you want to just go straight well, to that race? Race one. Yes. Who do you reckon I'm back in here? Um, Just are, have a look at the field. Um, you are going to back Tom Kitten. Correct. Yes. A nice colt. 
James Cummings, Godolphin, they fly with these two-year-olds. He's a big colt, good action. Flemington will suit and the horse to beat. Tom Kitten. Yeah, race two. You think Dunkel's going to be too good for them here? I, I still would have thought. I, I like this horse. Yeah, my next bet. I don't know if you got anything up before race five here, Fitz. Um, no, other than Dunkel. No, I'm happy to skip through a few. Yeah, Bello Rich for me. Um, sticking with uh, this horse here. Good form. Circumstances against last start. Race five, number four. Bello Rich uh, for me. Um, I just want to go to. I'm trying to pull this up here as we go. Uh, race six. Uh, is a nice little race at Flemington. And uh, you're seeing some really nice horses here. Now, the the horse that, well, I've had a lot of time for, a, a lot, a lot of time for in Not Western Jamea, Empire. Or is it? Oh, Western Empire. Yes. Western Empire. Now, obviously it was disappointing. He's gone from Danny O'Brien to... Um, to the leak stable. Um, I'm not sure about how he's going to go here first up. He can run, can run well first up. He's over 1,200. Um, look, he's had a couple of the jump outs. They've been going all right. Um, I, I think he might be half a chance. I think Rose Court so it gets in at the weights here pretty nicely for Harry Coffey and Graham Begg, and it's going pretty well. So it might be a bit of a Tommy Two player. I'm just probably prepared to watch Western Empire now and to see what sort of horse I've got under the hood. Well, you'll have a bet with it. Surely a, a mental health bet, just a small little gamble responsibly, one 858 But you know, if this wins and you're not on enough to say it's the best horse in Australia, you'd be sick. Um, well, yeah, I would be one of the best horses <laughs> in Australia. There's no doubt about that. I'd be crook. I'd be seriously crook. Yep. What do you like in race number seven? Really interesting race. This one, a benchmark 84. Pounding, Typhoon Harmony looked the two for me. Um, I don't think there's much else in the race. I reckon... Um, they're probably the two that you could have a little nibble at, the one and the ten. Uh, not much else for me for the card. I think it's a pretty tricky meeting at Flemington. Um, here to Shock's obviously going well. Pounding's a nice horse coming off the last start win. Probably got to be respected there. But I don't have much for you late the day at Flemington. Yeah, I, I'm probably going to leave the others. I think British Columbia and Victory Bay, the, the ten and the nine in the last, um, are the two that are really going to be hard to beat there. I just want to wait and see a little bit more with the market, but that would pretty much wrap it up. Have you got anything around the grounds very quickly before we go to a break and come back with our forecast best bets and lay of the day? Uh, no, I might do that um, next segment. Let's go to a break, I reckon, mate. Yeah, let's jump to one. More to come on the other side of this. So Friday night, Betfair Edge. Play your way on the Queensland Summer Racing Carnival with back and lay bets at betfair.com.au. And look, we've just run out of time on the clock, haven't we? On the clock. Back in a moment. Friday night, Betfair Edge. Play your way on the Australian Open by setting your own odds at Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Welcome back to the Friday night, Betfair Edge. Miles Fitzner, Tom Haylock with you. All thanks to Betfair. Play your way on the Queensland Summer Racing Carnival and also the Australian Open by setting your own odds at Betfair. As always, gamble responsibly. Tommy, it's that time of the show we work through uh, a couple of our Friday forecasts. And what better way to start the Friday forecast than with this? Saturday, Sunday, what? Friday forecast time. Righto, let's kick it away. We need your, uh, what's your sure thing of the weekend? What do you think's going to happen for sure? Well, Judging by the fact that Mitch Beer was on the Gold Coast for no more than four hours before he champed me, I'm not going to be the last person he champs on the Gold Coast this weekend. Oh, yeah. That is the sure thing. You can't roll around champing people. It's Come on, Mitch. Mitch, lift. Oh, that really hurt. I, don't, I might never get over that. <laughs> if you're listening to this, go and tag him on Twitter 
at SEN track. Go tag him. He needs, no, he needs no to offense know. to Mitch. No offense to Mitch Beer, but if Kieran March at me, I might I might understand that a bit more. Come on, Mitch. Oh, oh you've even gone back <laughs> the reverse. I'll comment from Kieran Ma, but I won't comment from Mitch Beer. Uh, <laughs> he'll enjoy that. Don't worry. Whack. Oh, oh, gee whiz. Yeah, Chris Waller, he can chant me any day. Uh, J-Mac, uh, Kieran. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but Mitch, nah, not copping it. Michael Beer. Oh, <laughs> nothing wrong. Yeah, no, hey, nothing wrong with Michael Beer. He's, he's my <laughs> no, mate. He's my no, mate. No. Hey, um, who is it? My sure thing. I might, my, I might call him Michael. Don't worry yeah, about that. Just, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's still buying off spin, Beery. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, uh, and Michael Beer will love that reference too. Hey, um, my sure thing will be there will be a twenty-five dollar or more winner on the Gold Coast tomorrow. There'll be there's going to be a roughie get up somewhere. I don't know where it is. It's a notoriously difficult well, you've day. You've got to find it, mate. Tell me who it is, please. I oh, know. It's a notoriously difficult day. I'm going to be shopping close enough to double figures on most of them most of the day. We'll be on air, of course, tomorrow for SCN Track with David Taggart. But it's always a very interesting, difficult day to punt. So be don't say I didn't warn you. This is buy, beware. It's a great day's racing, but there's a lot of different form lines, a lot of unexposed form. I, yep. I have been up there where there's been favourites after favourites win Magic Millions today. The Quaddy's paid about $18 one day. Class horses can be too good in these restricted races, but yes, very fair call, mate. Uh, what about your most at stake? Most at stake. Cricket Australia, now that Rashid Khan has come out and said he might boycott the BBL. Can't afford to lose players of the stature of Rashid Khan. Now, Cricket Australia have cancelled the tour to Afghanistan and um, a politi- political decision, but we can't lose Rashid Khan. So, Cricket Australia, um, most at stake there, mate. Uh, most at stake for me, I'm not, there's no potting them at all, but the China Horse Club, they've got three horses in the two year old race. They've got Sovereign. Spend a lot of money. Sovereign Fund has won. Two from two. Empire of Japan's won one from two. Royal Entrance has won two from two. They're all under about 12 or 13 bucks. It's fair to say that they're going all in. They've drawn uh, 9, 11, and 17, the three gates. Um, so they've got a fair bit at stake, I would have thought. They'd have the most at stake of any one of the whole weekend, I'd nearly yep. no, that's fair. have to say. And that's probably a more serious one that I'm used to. Now, hmm. what about your doomsday scenario? Well, I don't know if you watched the races last Saturday, Fitzy, but Gold Coast, there was a horse jump the jump the uh, rail, <laughs> ended up in the lagoon or the, what was it? Bit of flood anyway, water. And he ended up in the lagoon. And then, on the barrier draw, two more horses got loose and running down the highway. We can't afford to have more horse, horses loose Hoos at is, the Gold Coast. Who's horse? <laughs> no, I don't want any horses loose. <laughs> Two hours with you, mate. I'm done. After a big week of the Gold Coast, No I'm more horses uh, loss this week. No, no, no. You can't no, afford no. more delays, more horses on the loose. This is oh, – I'm done. Just put a fork in me. Doomsday scenario. Tom Haylock no longer required on commercial radio. Uh, <laughs> after Hutchie calls me after this show. <laughs> yeah, a little faux pas. Uh, my, mine is that I don't want to see the Gold Coast track be just a full-blown leader track because – it just becomes a speed map sort of aspect. I really want to see most horses have a chance. So it, I know it's a bit silly, but the doomsday for me is I just don't want it that you can't make any ground there. I know that Nevesh Randani does a great job. It's, it's hard to do when it gets hot, but I don't want the full leader bias there. Oh, I, I hope it's leaders and I can just find out who leads. That's yeah. The, that's the hope. Yeah, I understand that. But um, yeah, yeah, bit 
bit difficult. It's good for punting if you can find the pattern. Yeah, I just I just want to be all horses to be able to have a go. Yeah, fair. Yeah, yep. big big prize money. Uh, let's go to our uh, best bets. My money don't jiggle jiggle, it folds. I like to see a wiggle wiggle for sure. Maybe want to dribble dribble. You know, my money Cruising don't jiggle, my feet. jiggle. Money don't folds. see it. Righto, a bit of Louis Thoreau there. Where are your best bets, buddy? Uh, Rose Hill Race One, number twelve, Steel City should win. Um, and I like the Tommy Two play. Um, in both race seven, Rose Hill, Maria Mia and Spacewalk, but also the Gold Coast. I really like Brooks Byer and Kiku. I think one of those two win for Chris Waller. Uh, I'll go the Gold Coast here because I'm on air tomorrow and I want to finalise a few more. I think Scalopini um, is going to be very tough to beat on the Gold Coast race four, number two. That's going to be the best at the Gold Coast for sure. Um, I'm going to have more tomorrow, of course, for Murray Bridge and Ascot. I'm not, uh, I won't be touching Kembla, Ipswich, um, just because I've had a bit to do. Um, Rose Hill... Um, I'll probably not finalised there. We sort of mentioned a few we're going to touch. Um, and I think at Flemington, if I want to mention one, I think Dunkel, yeah, race two, number one, Dunkel's going to be very, very hard to beat at Flemington. Um, there. Hey, um, you were going to tell me before, you were going to tell me your Bray story. Tell me that. Oh, no, I just met him and um, asked him about, I was with uh, a couple of people at Burley Pavilion and um, walked across and said hello to him. And because we interviewed him, a while ago, and I saw him a week after and said hello. And Yeah, I told him, remember, I told him on the show that I'll buy the Everest slot with him. Yes, <laughs> correct. Anyway, I just started talking to him, and he explained to me that, um, I don't know if I should disclose this, but he wanted J-Mac on Brooks Byer. I, I had a chat with him about the former Brooks Byer and said I was pretty keen on her, and I loved her trial, and he was pretty uh, impressed with my knowledge, which was good. But he, I, I said, J-Mac on Brooks Byer, what do you make of that? And he said, I called up the stable and said, I want J-Mac on Brooks Byer. So apparently J-Mac wanted to be on Kiku, but uh, there you go. So don't read too much into that uh, jockey change there if you're keen on Kiku. Right. Okay. Good. Makes sense for you, mate? Yeah. Yep. Just didn't know you could get any more name drops in, um, in a two-hour show. I could say a few more if you want. Were you doing a bit of networking? No. <laughs> None of that up here, mate. Uh, what's on for you uh, tonight? Oh, Probably home to bed, to be honest. Oh, you just it's a quiet one. Two hours with you, I'm done. Oh, yeah, because I've been I've been really fast and loose this show, haven't I? <laughs> yeah, you've lied. I'm, I'm just I'm it's worried. Been a about, very humorous. Show. I'm worried about you losing touch with the common man, Tom. It's, I know Magic Millions can get to everyone, but you just remember that you know the punters are just they're just normal people. You know, don't be ridiculous. Don't be ridiculous. Um, just if you're betting on the Australian Open, the odds discrepancy between the corporate bookmakers and Betfair, head to betfair.com.au. Kiros, huge price, betfair.com.au compared to the bookies here. Uh, yeah, you get better value on the tennis Australian Open, all things tennis, BBL, all happening. Betfair.com.au. I like, I like getting you under duress because your um, ability with the English language has really gone out the window Mate. today, hasn't it? <laughs> I, I would have called in sick if I was you. I miss one show in where, about where four Sunday? months. Four months, mate. <laughs> one show in four months. Oh, Unreal you on. are. Hey, all thanks to Betfair. Go and enjoy yourself. Say good day to Curly and Nico and all the team. Jack. Going to go have a nap. Yeah, I bet you will. Hey, that's all we've got time for on the Friday night Betfair Edge. Play your way on the Queensland Summer Racing Carnival. And don't forget, you can go and podcast the show. Make sure you always gamble responsibly, but go and podcast. Friday night Betfair Edge. We'll see you soon.